0: Hello, everyone. Welcome again. Pastor Deborah here, and we're doing another wonderful spiritual teaching of the wonderful book called The Spiritual Multitude. We are in volume number three. Uh, Yes, I wrote volume one and two, and they're on the YouTube channel, The Hidden Kingdoms. We're in volume number three called Agape Love. The greatest gift. We've been working through this big book mm-hmm, that I wrote years ago. I did a lot of writing and studying early in my days and years of learning how to help you the Lord's way instead of the ways of the mental health counseling world, the world of psychiatry, psychology, and Mental health counseling. I had wanted to help you, didn't know who you were, didn't know much about you. I really didn't know much about the guy who was going to help you, the Lord. So I had to study and I wrote and I had books. I watched movies. I read true stories, read the Bible over and over, I had personal experiences. To help you. Yeah. Okay. Right there. So you could fly high above your circumstances, your fears, that you could be healed and believe that you are a king, a mighty, mighty warrior with victory. But mm-hmm. well, I didn't know that when I was beginning. But right now, I just want to welcome you to the Garden of Eden. Here. And the presence and delight of the Lord for your forever person. Mm -hmm. That's right. Oh, I'm just sitting in my living room, as you know, with no green screen. So I might be fuzzy. The words might be fuzzy. There's just not enough room to put up a green screen. I have no wall behind me. In fact, I have two desks, bookcases, chairs, teddy bears, all kinds of pictures. So I just record in Zoom Pro and put up a wonderful motion video by Pixabay Mm -hmm. to help you look into the realm of the spirit around that even when you're in it or you believe in it, you may not see very well in it. So here in this volume number three of the spiritual multitudes, Agape Love the greatest gift, we're going to start working through the prayers that I wrote out to help you become free and delivered of things you probably don't believe in, don't know you have, things in your soul, maybe in your physical body, and definitely in your spirit, things that have been ruling you, reigning over you, leading you and guiding you into decisions, Activities and deeds, your beliefs, your traditions, your cultures. Mm -hmm. I had desired to help you. Boy, do we all need help. We all had issues. Yeah. We all needed to learn things, be set free of things. And part of learning how to help you the Lord's way included prayer, petitions, and deliverance work. That's right. So I want to start this part of the spiritual multitudes with our prayer for deliverance that we had been learning how to do for ourselves. And we're going to begin covering a few of the areas that we all need deliverance from. We had all learned that to the Lord God most high, great sorrow and sadness had come to him. Because of our fall long time ago and our current condition, we learned that we didn't know how much he loved us, the heavenly father. And wanted to be in a deep spiritual, intimate relationship with us as a father and a child. We learned we were spiritually ignorant. And then we just weren't really interested in you. We were interested in things of the world, traditions, cultures, our what our skin color was, our race, our heritage. Or we were off in other religions, worshiping other gods. And we had begun to learn that you desired to spiritually cleanse us and our family and to a thousand generations to come, of our spiritual wickedness, things that we were not supposed to be doing, but had no idea we were, and our evil ways of our soul and our concepts and ideas, we were beginning to learn that you were always loving us and had an everlasting covenant that you wanted to come into agreement with us. Once we could believe and rise up out of the pits, out of the graves, out of the fear of death and be born again, a new creature in you, a creature of the light. We had been learning that your eyes could not look on us in our shape that we're in, in our darkness and evilness. Mm -hmm. You would have hurt us. So you sent messengers, apostles, prophets, teachers, shepherds, parents, nature to speak to us. You sent movies and fairy tales, movies and games and books, music, artwork. You were trying to talk to us, but we just weren't listening. And we couldn't look through your eyes of truth and your eyes of love because we didn't have any. We were looking through the eyes of. Satan, the adversary of you and us, but we didn't know it. So we were beginning to see we needed help. And that's what we're going to pick up in here. Part number 35, we're going to pick up with some of our prayers for deliverance. So let's pray first. And but before we do that, let's welcome everybody from every planet, every solar system and galaxy to the Garden of Eden. Yes, the garden is on your planet as well. People think there's aliens. There are. I am probably an alien to most people. They ask me, where am I from? I say, well, my dirt's from the earth. But the real me, I'm from the kingdom of heaven. I'm an alien on this planet called earth. I think differently than most people do. And you will too. Once you begin to get free. So let's pick up with welcoming to everybody the millions and millions and millions of people here today. We want to thank Pixabay for this wonderful video and Zoom Pro for being able to record in it. So let's begin and prepare our hearts and mind with prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you For drawing us to your presence so that you can shine out to us words of truth and light. So you can speak to our spirits about us and our need of you and your deliverance. Thank you for loving us even in our horrible condition and still desiring for us to be born again through your cross, through the blood of the Lamb. Christ Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, to become new creatures in Christ, children of the light, so we may be in your family for all eternity. We thank you that you love us even now, no matter what shape our physical body is in or what shape our soul in, that your heart sees that we can be changed, delivered, Set free. So help us now as we learn about just one area that we need to be cleansed from, set free from, delivered from, have cast out of our lives, destroyed in our thoughts and ideas, so that your truth may be there, that your spirit may be there for us. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. So let's begin. I'm going to work through a particular area that affects all of us. Mm -hmm. And we're going to start first with a prayer for it. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for all that you are doing to us and for us. For our cleansing, our deliverance, and our freedom from spiritual generations, of spiritual strongholds of Satan's kingdom of darkness. Father, begin my cleansing with the spirit called Antichrist, the strong man. Father, help us to understand it, how it affects us in our thoughts, our deeds, our actions. Father, I don't know anything about the Antichrist spirit. How it works in my thoughts or beliefs. How it directs me and guides me in my behaviors. Or in my family. I don't know when it's talking to me. Father, these Antichrist strongmen of the kingdom of darkness. Have spiritually worked in me. You tell me, even as I was a young child, and even now, they are there. I didn't know all about them. I didn't know they were guiding me and leading me into spiritual disobedience and adultery to you and your royal law of agape love, and to the law of spirit and life. So please, teach me and help me to be free of the Antichrist strongman. Amen. So now I'm going to tell you, that was our prayer, that you should have for yourself. Now I want to teach you a little bit about the Antichrist strongman. When I first began learning how to help you, the Lord's way, I volunteered in a church at the Brownsville Assembly of God that was having a global revival. Mm -hmm. Powerful, powerful, lasted for five years. God's presence came down. Somehow I knew I was strong to help people. And I got into casting out of devils, demons, and Christians. Even though most denominations don't believe in them, Don't even believe Satan is real and that people could have him. We had a book that I was working through that was being taught in the Sunday school class, and I'll show it to you. It was called Strongman. Strongman's his name. What's his game? It was an authoritative biblical Approach to spiritual warfare. What was spiritual warfare? I didn't know. We didn't learn that in mental health counseling. We learned therapy. Talk therapy. How to talk to you and help you feel your emotions. The book was written by Drs. Jerry and Carol Robinson. I think they might both be dead now. Their book is still for sale in Christian bookstores, and probably online. I think it's changed over the years. But This was the book that I began studying, working through, to do deliverance, to help you, The Spiritual Multitudes, The Lord's Way. The spirit of the Antichrist, I learned, was identified in the scriptures in 1 John, 4, 3, in the authorized King James Bible, each one of these strongmen we're going to go through always had a spiritual reference. The Robertsons had been Assembly of God ministers down in Costa Rica many, many years ago. And of course, in the assemblies, they didn't believe Christians could have demonic spirits. But when they got to Costa Rica, they discovered differently. And they began casting out of devils. In the Catholic Church, they call it exorcism. Yes, even in Islamic religions, they know about them. They're called jinns, Uh G-I-N. They might go by evil spirits, wicked spirits. Some people call them ancestors. Uh Forces, positive or negative. Uh But the Robertsons, being pastors, missionaries, they found it in the Word of God. So let's listen to 1 John 4 3. Every spirit that confesses not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of anti means against Christ. Christ means the anointed king, the Messiah of the kingdom of heaven. Whereof you have heard that it should come. John wrote this long years after the death of Christ Jesus on a cross. He was one of the youngest first disciples of Jesus. And he was saying, we've heard that this spirit, this spirit, demon this antichrist spirit was to come into the world and it would not confess that christ jesus had come in the flesh and john goes on and says and even now already is it in the world goodness when i read that and studied that remember the word of god is for today also doesn't change, not with any generation. So I knew there were some antichrist spirits, demons, devils. They had been under the supervision, leadership, shepherding of the most strong man of all, Satan. This one was sent out, came to the earth when Satan fell. In the book, it talks about this spirit, this Antichrist spirit that gets in us, leads us, and guides us. Even in the womb, it can come. It will attack the very foundation of the words of life and spirit and truth that Christ Jesus brought and taught us. It would speak against the virgin birth of Christ Jesus. It had to prove that God was not in Jesus. Because if that was true, that all of Christ Jesus' claims, such as his atonement for you, your healing, the baptism, the fullness and immersion into the Holy Spirit, his resurrection from the dead, The saving of the church called the rapture. The Lord's second coming. Would all be false. Anything that people claim. And give credit to. Christ. Give thanks to or pray to. This spirit was against. If it was for life. It was against it. You can see that. In what we call the abortion battles, those who are for killing the baby in the womb, no matter what age, that's against life. That's an Antichrist spirit at work. Those who believe truth is evil. Antichrist spirit. How does this Antichrist spirit work? Well, it works through us. It works in us. It works in systems and government. It works through politicians and leaders and businesses. It works through the lust of our soul, the lust of our eyes, the lust of our flesh and the pride of life. It works through our spirit. Some of the teachings are, oh, yeah, Jesus was a teacher, maybe a prophet. He was a good man, but that's all he was. Because this God said he has none besides him. He has no children. You're not his child. He's not your father. Mm -hmm. That's the Antichrist spirit at work. Through ideas, concepts, beliefs, words, deeds, thought, religion. Through cults. Mm -hmm. Also, if you are just what they call a humanist. But there is no spiritual world it's just us and science, that's an Antichrist spirit. If you are man-centered and your religion is all about man, that's Antichrist spirit. Oh, you asked me about those people who want to help the climate? What, is that an Antichrist spirit? Yes, because they believe through man's efforts. Mm Mm-hmm. They can change the weather, the events of the world. In the Robertson's book, they work through many strongmen. This one, the spirit of Antichrist, as I said, is based on First John 4.3. And I want you to listen to some of the strongmen, some of the servants, the demons, the devils, that are underneath of this strong man. These strong men of the Antichrist, they deny the deity, the godliness of Christ. They are against Christ and his teachings. They have more worldly speech and actions They're anti-Christian. They're lawless. They deny the atonement. They're more about humanity. Humanism. That is, we are more and better than God. They are teachers of heresy. They are deceivers. We're told that they have deep roots in us, humanity, in this world and yours. And they work through our flesh, our soul, our physical body. They work in our schools, our governments. They work on television and movies. They work through circumstances and medicine, school teachers. They work through everything to get us to turn From Christ, and it says we will learn about them by their fruits, what they produce, and we will know whether they are of Christ or an antichrist spirit. I used to do a lot of deliverance work, still do. Mm -hmm. I had to study the antichrist spirit, I had to learn. Where was it? How did it work through people? How did it work through religion and pastors, teachers? How did it talk to us? How did it teach us in schools, universities? Was the government of our nation an antichrist spirit? How about the politicians? Sometimes I did not know, but I knew they affected us. They kept us from believing. They kept us in religion. They kept us in science. They kept us away spiritually from the one true God. See, I did learn later on that God is a spirit. And he's looking for our spirit to worship him in spirit and in truth. But the Antichrist spirit wanted to keep us in religion. In buildings, doing fasting with food, fellowshipping in the natural, only going where our physical body can travel to. The only way we can preach is sell a book, make money. It wanted to lead us down other paths. Didn't want us to have the true words of knowledge of this Christ. Because we were to slowly, after we were born again, develop the very mind, thinking, and thoughts of Christ within ourselves. We were to become children of the Father like he was. We were to be moving in all the authority and power of the gifts of the Spirit on our planet. We were to speak to animals and nature thunder and lightning, we are to be like this guy, risen up like an eagle, high above despair and fear and death. The Antichrist spirit was working against everything that Christ, the anointed king of the kingdom of heaven, was talking about out of the word of God. He was to control your prayers, your thoughts, your beliefs. He was to keep you in your soul saying that you just have a mental disease. He was to keep you with ancestors and traditions and cultures, not only looking at the skin color or the sex of a person. He was to keep you there, not be lovers of peace or children of agape love or followers of Christ and his words. He was to keep the anointing of Christ, the king, away from you. To keep you a child. A baby. Never growing. And never being released. And never during your earthly life. Having full authority over him. If he could kill you in infancy in the womb. He would. And he's trying hard. If he could destroy you through wars and famine. He did. God is a God of life. He told us. Humanity, back in Genesis 1, 26 through 28, he told us to be fruitful and multiply. When you kill a baby in the womb, you might be fruitful by producing a child, one way or the other. It doesn't matter how the egg and the sperm come together. You can put them together in a petri dish and put them in a surrogate mother. Somebody's never had sex. Mhm. Sort of a virgin birth. That's done all the time. Mm-hmm. And one day, some man is going to arise and walk among us. He will declare he's the Christ. Come again. We'll be able to do signs and wonders. He will have the genealogy all the way back, like Christ Jesus did, back to Adam. And he will be the false Christ. That so many are waiting for. To free them of this miserable world. He will come. Satan's working on that. He's working on the genealogy. He's breeding his chosen people. They're getting the spirits of Antichrist. All of them inside of their spirits. He's preparing the globe, the world, the leaders. To accept him as the one world leader. Under his control, he's slowly working through every treaty policy, every event, every nation to bring unity to all. Get everybody subjected to something and have no freedom. Then he will control. There's plenty of movies. There's some called The End of Days that was a series of movies about this. I think I have a movie when he comes forth, what life is going to be like on the earth. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of prophecies about it. But right now he's in us, working, keeping us all, if he can, from the one true God, spiritually, keeping us in religion, cults. Maybe we're just trying to, Save the planet in our own way. Mm -hmm. We're not speaking and even seeing Satan in it. So he will try to get us into humanism, science, reasoning. Anything else is just a medical disease and illness. Mm -hmm. He wants to turn us into creatures of death. That will even kill our own In our wombs. He wants to change everything. Every truth. A man is not a man. A woman is not a woman. You can be anything you want. Mm -hmm. He is changing words. Definitions. He is twisting and perverting. Truth. To you. In your nation. In your culture. In your soul. In the realm of the spirit. It's much different. It's a dark place. Of ignorance, slavery, and bondage, demon spirits. Your spirit doesn't know truth. It's afraid of it. it. Keeps its head down. It's in trances. It cannot fly like this. It doesn't even know this exists. So I learned how to work in both worlds. So here in this spiritual multitude, we are beginning to see we need help. And agape love has come. And this first prayer, this particular video, is about the spirit of Antichrist that's in our life, on our planets, working 24-7. It never takes off 30 days to fast and pray. It never takes a weekend off. It works day and night. Always. It works on the young in kindergarten. It works through religion. It works through the occult, heavy metal music, songs, art, works through movies, movie stars, works through television media, news outlets, works through politicians, works in books, works in religion, busy. You have to learn to try the spirits, test them, and see if it's an Antichrist spirit. Or not in the next video, I'll tell you a story called the garden hose and I will tell you about how also to be one and how I had to test the spirit. And I learned and we'll talk about first John four, mm-hmm, three, how to test the spirits. And you must learn to do that. But right now, our prayer is God revealed to us. If we have these in our lives and help to begin to free us, deliver us from them and their unseen change and their fetters, their lies and bewitchment, help us, Father, as you begin to set us free because of your great love for us. Can you be born again and still have these attached? Yes. And sometimes we have to go layer by layer, deeper and deeper. And your spirit to set you free. Now, when you are still alive in your physical body, a lot of work to do. Mm-hmm. Once your physical body is gone, your soul is gone, and you are born again, you're a baby. You are brand new. You'll have no memory of this world, this earth. You won't have no memory of the pain, the evil you've done or done to others. If you're born again, you'll be innocent. Mm-hmm. You'll only know those in heaven and God and his love. So let's start here with this first area of Antichrist. Dear Heavenly Father, all of those who desire to be free of this Antichrist spirit that's in their lives, their families' lives, begin your deliverance work. With their permission. Father we know you will not do this. Without their free will. Choosing to be free. Help their spirit to see. That they too can fly. Like an eagle. Above all. With you. As you begin your deliverance work. To set the captives free. That your agape love. The greatest gift. Is there working. To fulfill Isaiah 61. And 62. And to give them a Hebrews 4.12 so they can fly spiritually without the confines of the pit, their soul. And their soul takes a back seat and becomes the helpmate and not the ruler. Father, begin working to help them see how the Antichrist spirit is working in them, through them, with them, on the planets, through every way. Help them to hear and see it. In people, places, governments, politicians, help them to see what's been hidden as you reveal to them through their wonderful, wonderful free will that says, Help me through your agape love to be free. And if you want that, He will begin in the name of Christ Jesus. Okay, I'll see you again and we'll go through the. A couple of stories about me testing the spirits, about learning how Antichrist works. I'll see you in the video of the Spiritual Multitudes, Volume 3, God Beloved, the Greatest Gift. And we will keep learning. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.